This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. Just a little bit more. It happened again. First time it's happened since early in the show. Turning on, Turn on your mic. The mic. Moron. Welcome to day one of radio here on planet Earth. <laughs> Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio. And on the ESPN app, we're presented by Progressive Insurance, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. It all begins tomorrow night, the NFL season with the Lions and with the Chiefs. We welcome in ESPN NFL analyst Dan Orlovsky, who joins us right now. Dan, it's Chris and Joe. We appreciate it. Uh, First of all, am I wrong to say that your food takes, which are often uh, a point, what's the word I would use? Polarizing, to say the least. They have cut down in frequency. Have you been shut down by big food with your food takes? And have they told you <laughs> no more? Was that in your contract now? Uh, no, no, no. My, my contract uh, hasn't, the language of it has not changed, unfortunately. Um no, it hasn't cut back. I feel like I've shared most of my feelings about food pretty publicly. Um, true story, my wife just went to Tr- Trader Joe's and brought uh, grilled chicken strips, and I just ate them sitting here by myself playing. So, cold? Uh, um, cold? No, no. Cold, absolutely. Just open up the – it's like the peel-off top. Peel-off, cold, just sat here, ate them, and drank some water. So Okay, so just um, to so, clarify, are you in therapy? I just want to know because on. that is like a psychopath thing to do, Dan. Straight out of the out of the bag. He have you I seen mean, how good a shape he's in? Yeah, I know. there's no, I'm results. A, I'm a sociopath, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so to some football at hand. Obviously, you're as focused on this as everyone else is. Chiefs, Lions. We open up the season Thursday night football at Arrowhead. This was originally a Chiefs team that was a six and a half point favorite. They're down to four and a half. It looks like Travis Kelsey might not play. Chris Jones is holding out. How big of trouble are the Chiefs in in week one with this Lions team coming to town? Yeah, really big deal. The the Kelsey injury is a bigger deal than the Chris Jones holdout. One, timing. They've known Chris was not going to be there or more likely not going to be there. So they're preparing for it. Steve Spagnuolo, our defensive coordinator, is like, okay, what are we going to do without Chris? They've at least had the time to plan for it. And I think the, the, the second thing is knowing that the injury happened yesterday between yesterday and game time. There is no full speed practice left either. So people's rules have to change or responsibilities have to change. You know, Joe, I'd say this, man, I, for the whole off season felt like Detroit was going to give Kansas city hell, even if Chris and Travis were playing one, the physicality of the offensive line that, that has always been, or at least in the last couple of years, a way to attack Kansas City's defense, be physical with them. Think of the Raiders game, I think the start Monday night football, early in Monday night football last year, the way the Raiders just ran the football down Kansas City's throat. I think, number two, because of the versatility of their offense and and forcing Kansas City's athletes to play in space. And then I'm not sitting here pretending that Detroit's defense is world beaters, but it's a revamped secondary. So even before those guys, I felt – that Detroit was going to give them a game. Um, living in the world, if Travis does not play, obviously Chris is not going to play. This becomes, if you want us to take you as seriously as I want to take them, Detroit, a must win. 
Dan Arlosky, ESPN NFL analyst with us. Okay, with that in mind, beyond that, for the Chiefs with Chris Jones, when do you start to get concerned? How long can they get into the season without Chris Jones before they have to make a move? Yeah, I say realistically you could survive between four and six weeks, maybe. This is still Andy Reid. It's still Patrick. It's still Kelsey. Hopefully, fingers crossed, he's healthy enough to even play tomorrow night. But to sit here and say that the most impactful defensive player on their team by far, by far, and one of the most in the NFL, his absence is not going to be felt tremendously, is one – disrespectful to Chris and then two disrespectful to everybody else in the AFC all off season. You guys have said it. We've all said it. The AFC is absolutely loaded. It is going to be a sprint to the finish. You're going to get teams that are 10 and seven, maybe 11 and six and not getting into the playoffs. So for that defense to lose that player for an extended period of time past say four to six weeks, it's really hard to envision them as a lock for the playoffs. And I know that's crazy, but with the depth of the conference, if he misses eight games, I think Kansas City has to fight for a playoff spot. Dan Orlovsky joining Carlin versus Joe here on ESPN Radio. We were going to talk about that regarding the one seed and how important the buy is for some of these teams. Because if you go back through the last 10 years, the 20 teams who have made the Super Bowl, 17 have had a bye week as either a one or a two seed. Now, the two seed doesn't get in a bye anymore. But when you see a team like Kansas City trying to get to the playoffs and have to go on the road to do it, where does that then restructure the AFC hierarchy, in your opinion, assuming? Kansas City doesn't grab that one seed. Yeah, I, I, w- I would say it depends on who that one seed is. Obviously, if that one seed is Buffalo, I've said this. I so hope that Buffalo gets to host the AFC Championship game at some point here re- soon because that stadium and that fan base is electric. So you sit there and go, man, if you got to go to Buffalo, depending on the weather, I understand Patrick's got a cannon, but it, it just changes the way that you have to go about doing it. Cincinnati, another one. The Jets, another one. I would say this, though. More more so having to go on the road. We know Patrick has never played a road playoff game. It's the extra week. That's really what it is. It's the extra week of rest. It's the extra week of you, you, winning is hard in the NFL. To win four games in a row in the NFL is very challenging. And so it's really just not having to win that one extra game to get to the Super Bowl and then obviously to win it. So that I've said this all offseason, guys. There's a top four tier in the AFC. It is Kansas City. And the Kelsey Jones stuff doesn't necessarily change that as of right now. Then it's the New York Jets. Then it's Buffalo. Then it's Cincinnati. That is the top four. And then there's the group of Miami, um, the Los Angeles Chargers, the – probably the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Baltimore Ravens. So uh, the hierarchy doesn't change that much. It's more the extra game. Dan, I was about to ask you who is overhyped, and then you intrigued me with where you rank the New York Jets, speaking of hype. So lay it out for me. Why are the Jets not overhyped in this circumstance? Number one, if you just – so I'll start with Aaron Rodgers. The addition of Aaron Rodgers. Okay, Aaron Rodgers – and everyone's eyes played poor last year, correct? Like it, correct. it was all right. So Green Bay averaged 24 points per game last year. If you gave the Jets 
football team last year. And I know it's not a lateral comparison, but just for craps and giggles, you gave them 24 points a game last year. They go 12 and five on a down year for Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. Second, the New York Jets defense that gave up 18 points per game last year, they added a Will McDonald Jr. So in many people's eyes, mine certainly, I expect that defense to be better this year than they were last year. Aaron Rodgers in his career as a starting quarterback, when his defense gives up less than 20 points a game, is 80 and 10 as a starter. 80 and 10. Number one reason why. He's historically great at not giving the ball away. Great defense that doesn't get scored upon. Quarterback that doesn't give the ball away. You're going to win a ton of games. Uh, And I think just um, if you had to ask me why I have them in that top tier to beat Kansas City, I'd say three things are needed to beat Kansas City. You have to have an efficient and explosive offense. They have the capability of doing that with their talent, two backs and the, the playmakers on the outside. Number two, you have to have an elite perimeter player at wide receiver. Garrett Wilson, I think um, he's my favorite for offensive player of the year. I think we flirt with 115 catches this year for him. Number three, you have to have a closer at defensive line, Quinnen Williams. Now the Jets happen to have like six or seven. So I just, I, I honestly lean on the side of how are people not buying into them more? Um, because if you just watched them play last year, guys, if I'm correct, they were the one seed with like six weeks to go. So, or the two seed. So they were very, very, very much so in the picture last year before the wheels fell off at quarterback. All right, so if I can push back on that, I'm somebody that yeah. hasn't necessarily been buying in. I fully expect them to be a playoff team. But, Dan, that offensive line gives me real cause for pause right now. Why? Because when I'm in the dealing with the situation to tackle Mackay Becton, I understand that Aaron Rodgers is kind of tutoring along here and making him feel better. We have not sure. seen him go and do it. Well, I would, I would, yes, we have. When he was healthy, we, we did. We, we saw him be one of the best run blocking tackles his rookie year in all of football. Uh, so he, here's, those, I those are four big words when he was healthy, and that's been a big issue the last few years. No, no doubt. No doubt. And, and I'm not sitting here pretending that he's got to go be healthy, but we could say that about basically everyone in football in the AFC outside of like Kansas city. You, you, everyone's offensive line has got to stay healthy for them to achieve really what they go back to last year. Cincinnati's in the AFC championship game and they get beat by Kansas city in large part because again, they had two backup offensive linemen playing. Remember Lyle Collins tore his ACL. So Everyone's got to stay healthy um, for them to kind of go be the Super Bowl champion. My point is this. It is not a capability question for the New York Jets. It's an availability thing, and that's fair. But if they are available, just like basically everyone else in football, they're capable. Makai Becton, first-round pick. Elijah Barrett Tucker, first-round pick. Lakin Tomlinson, first-round pick. They got three ones. On their offensive line, you don't play with five. No, I understand that. But the problem, listen, my problem with making this assumption on Becton is he has not been that player so far because of that. So when when you have that history, I have to take that in. I'm with you on Elijah Veritecker, Tucker. I think he's a tremendous player. Dwayne Brown gives me a little bit uh, of cause. I think they're a little bit deeper overall. But if they have a weakness, I would think yep. that that would be it. Yeah, and and, and I'm not sitting here saying. I disagree with that. I agree with that. If there was the question mark, right? Because we get asked all the time, what's your concern? I'm not concerned about the offensive line, but I am willing to say, yeah, that's a question mark. 
because can they stay healthy and can at least, you know, for the most part, the five of them get to play together because offensive line and communication is such a big thing. They are deeper. But I've also kind of reiterated this. This is not an offensive line that week by week is going to be tasked to score 30-plus points a game. That is a giant benefit. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, we, we, need, you, we need you guys to, to focus on let's score, let's score 24 a game. If you score 24 a game, we're, we're going to basically win every game. Or we're, going to, we're, we're going to have a real chance to win every game. And I think that helps that offensive line to not kind of play in a passive way but kind of in a proactive way. And so I, I'm, not, I'm not disputing that there is that question mark there. I just think it's a question mark for everybody for the most part. Um, and I think it's different than, you know, if we, if we were talking about the Tennessee Titans, I'd say I don't know how, how good their offensive line could be even if they all are healthy. It's not a capable aspect for me. Uh, I'll tell you this, Dan. The Rodgers stat that you gave of 80 and 10 is the best stat that I probably have heard the entire offseason as to a reason why everyone should believe in the New York Jets, and that is awesome stuff. Do you even dip the chicken strips in anything at all? <laughs> Occasionally I will in the ketchup. Um, <sighs> you know, as we get into the winter months, I might do a combo ketchup ranch and mix it together for a little pink sauce. Uh, but today, since we're still in 90 degree weather, um, no, because you never know when a bathing suit has to go on, you yeah. know, and I know Sanders, I have that problem. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Listen. Like Deion Sanders said, it's the standards, the standard, you know, so. <laughs> great stuff, Dan. Thanks, man. Hi boys. Have fun. Dan Orlovsky, ESPN NFL analyst with us. That is an amazing stat. 80 and 10 with his defense gives up 20 points or less. Yeah. And you understand it. He has sold you. You went from no, non-believer no, no, no. in the Jets to Jets oh, Super no, Bowl. Oh, no, no. No, make no mistake. Oh, he you still a, it didn't sell you at all? No. I The Jets are a playoff team. Okay. I'm fully in on that. Jets are not winning the Super Bowl. They're not beating Kansas City. None of that's happening this year. Good for you. The good news for you is that we can bet just yes, no playoffs. You don't need to go out there and bet them to win the Super Bowl. I can find you something specific. America's a wonderful country, especially <laughs> those states in which you can bet legally. It is Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. The Jets, the Jets are not surprising anybody this year with all this offseason hype. But who is? It's next. Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 8. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. The countdown to the NFL season rolls on. Feel good to be back, baby. Oh, he steps to the house. Touchdown. Turn it up and down. Turn it up and down. Incredible play. 35-yard touchdown. Time for some football, baby. Only one day until the Lions and Chiefs kick off the 2023 season. The NFL lives here. ESPN Radio. Not surprising at all. Dan Orlovsky getting it done. Great spot. Last segment, getting it done, brought to you by Granger. It is Carlin versus Joe. ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We have not gotten you involved in the show, but now is your opportunity to hit the lines, open them up, because we are going to go through the surprise teams in the AFC. And when you look top to bottom, we understand that the AFC is completely loaded, Joe Fortenbaugh. And I think that we understand that the NFC is not nowhere near that same level. And as a result, you're going to see teams on the AFC in the AFC beat up on each other. But as much as you have high-level teams, there also feels like that there are problems with some of those teams. Like, we all expect the Kansas City Chiefs to be right there in the end. Right now, they've got issues. They've got issues indeed. Chris Jones holding out. Travis Kelsey banged up. And taken individually, you would think, all right, that's just one team. That's one team's problems, but it's still loaded. But over the last month, a lot has developed. You got the problem now with the Chiefs. Cincinnati, Joe Burrow, how's that calf doing? Mm -hmm. Because he hasn't officially been said he's going to start in week one, although we all expect it. Buffalo's got Von Miller, pass rusher, on the physically unable to perform, perform list. Pop. That's four games. He's going to miss the first four games of the season. Minimum, and we, man, that might be midseason. And we aren't sure if Steph Diggs and Josh Allen are back on the same page. It looks like it. Steph Diggs was named uh, captain of the team, but there could be issues I there. I think there's a lot of the show going on right there okay. right now. So you got that. You go to Miami. People wanted to like them as a popular sleeper team. They could be, but Jalen Ramsey, the uh, big free agent, the big trade acquisition at corner, he's out till at least December. And I got to tell you this, too. Jalen Ramsey, not what he used to be even when he's back. So there you go. It last year in L.A., not great. Baltimore looks really good, but banged up in the secondary. Marlon Humphrey had to undergo foot surgery. He's going to miss at least a couple games. And then we talk about the New York Jets, and we just had Dan Orlovsky on. There are some concerns to some. To him, it was just question marks. But still, that offensive line, will they hold up and perform at a high level? We just listed six teams. Six teams that are supposed to be contenders that all have problems right now, which opens the door potentially for a surprise team to step through and maybe turn some heads. 
So who is your surprise AFC team? That would be the Cleveland Browns. And I know a lot of people are going to puke all over themselves, literally, as they're driving and they hear that, but there is reason to believe that the Cleveland Browns could turn a lot of heads this season. Number one, top five offensive line. Number two, Nick Chubb, dynamic rushing attack. Ran for over 1,300 yards last year. Amari Cooper, plenty of pass-catching options. They have an arsenal. At quarterback, it's Deshaun Watson. If Deshaun Watson plays this season like he did last year, this, this prediction is dead in the water, and I'll come right back on air and tell everyone I got it wrong. I don't think that's going to happen. I think there's reason to believe that after the layoff, working through the new system, the new team, all that stuff, that he can come back strong. And he didn't have just one good season in Houston. He had several. No. He had a three-year stretch that was fantastic. He threw for almost 5,000 yards in the, what, he went 33-7 and seven in his last year in Houston? And completed 70% of his passes. If he gets anywhere close to that, that offense is going to score points under a head coach in Kevin Stefanski, who is an offensive mind and has already won NFL Coach of the Year. Defensively, they're good, not great. But they did sign Dalvin Tomlinson to play defensive tackle alongside Miles Garrett. That is going to solve a big problem for them. Cleveland has a lot to like. There's a lot on that resume to like. And if Watson gets anywhere close to what we've seen him do in the past, I think that's the team that's going to surprise some people. 40 to 1 to win the Super Bowl, somewhere around 25 to 1, 20 to 1 to win the AFC. It's worth a little beer money. That's not bad. That's not bad. Thank you. I ja- appreciate that. Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Yeah. I, I'm on borderline whether or not I can actually call them a surprise team, but for these purposes, I'm going to, because I think we look at the AFC South and we all expect Jacksonville to win the division. Yes, but if you're su- only saying that, then no, it's not a surprise. I'm saying they're a surprise team that will be in the AFC Championship game. Okay, now we're talking legitimate surprise, because I don't think anyone's picking them to get that far. No, and I, I think defensively, they are very underrated. They've got players that you don't necessarily look at and you think, Oh my God, that's a household name. But, you know, whether it's Cisco at safety, whether it's Josh Allen, who I think is a very underrated pass rusher, they are a good defensive team. They are a good defensive team. On offense, they are very good. You add Calvin Ridley to the mix, okay? It's great that we could talk about that. Christian Kirk. Evan Ingram has finally figured out as a tight end how to catch the ball and hold the ball. (laughs) And it's amazing that I'm saying that, but that was a major issue in New York. Evan Ingram really had a very good season last year, and I absolutely love him with Trevor Lawrence this year. Trevor Lawrence is going to be an MVP candidate, and by candidate, I mean top three. Top three. His name at the end of the season will be very much alive in the discussion. And then... There is, I think, one of the most underappreciated players in the league, just frankly because he was forgotten about because he missed his entire first year. Think about this achievement for a second. You miss your entire first year with a torn ACL as a running back, and you go out and you rush for 1,100 yards, 5.1 a carry. That is fantastic. And then you throw on top of it, 35 catches. Travis Etienne is an elite running back, and this is going to be a breakout year for him, too. So they've got so much to work with offensively. I really feel like Jacksonville's going to be a team playing for the AFC Championship because everybody else has gotten caught up in all the names and such. Don't forget, Doug Peterson is pretty good with quarterbacks. 
20 to 1 to win coach of the year. I'm surprised more people don't want to take a look at that. I'd say two concerns, and I don't disagree with anything you're saying, but two concerns that could get in the way for Jacksonville making a deep run. Number one, offensive line. Starting right tackle, left in free agency, signed with the Kansas City Chiefs. Starting left tackle, Cam Robinson, suspended the first four games of the yep. year due to PED. So that's worth watching. Number and they, two, they drafted the rookie to start as well. Yeah. So number two, that's worth keeping in mind. Number two, only 42 sacks last season, which was bottom 10 in the NFL. 14 of those sacks left in free agency as well. So keep that in mind. Pressure on the defensive line and holding up on the offensive line. But other than that, the future is very bright, especially with the addition of Calvin Ridley. A lot of weapons on that offense. It is Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. We are just getting underway with this program. We're excited that you're joining us on yes. all our great stations all across the country and on SiriusXM Channel 80, on the ESPN app, and on your smart speaker as well. Our entire lineup on Sportsmanlike with Canty Evan and Michelle Smallman in the morning. I was laughing. I Listen, I'll just say it. I'll be honest. I was laughing my ass off this morning. Oh, yeah? It was very funny. Very funny. Visually, putting Michelle Smallman next to Chris Canty is just incredible theater. <laughs> incredible theater because the size differential, I, I you just have to tune in to see it. And then you got Greeny from 10 to 12, uh, along with Hembo. Then you got, of course, Freddie and Harry after us. Harry was already flying yesterday, having a blast. You got Amber and Ian Fitzsimmons, Q Myers at night. The entire ESPN radio lineup were thrilled for this new era, and we are just getting started. Carlin versus Joe, in moments, your chance to weigh in with your surprise AFC teams. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We get you in the mix next on ESPN Radio. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. <laughs> accurate accurate <laughs> there may not be a better more apt representation of that 
It's Carlin and Joe. Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio. Chris Carlin, Joe Fortenbaugh, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We want your surprise teams in the AFC. Let's hit it. Adam in Connecticut is up first on ESPN Radio. Adam, go. What do you got? How's it going? Uh, I got the Chargers going to the Super Bowl. And the surprise is Asante Samuels Jr. wins Defensive Player of the Year. How many shots did you do before you called? (laughs) (laughs) Don't sleep on Asante. I'm sleeping, and I'm sleeping very comfortably. The the Chargers are what I like to refer to as the banana in the tailpipe. Yeah. Every year there's a reason to get excited that they might find a way – to overcome the demons of the past. And every year they find a way to charger it up all over the place. Last year was quintessential Chargers. You're in the playoffs. You're on the road in Jacksonville, a very beatable team at the time. You have a, what, 27-0 lead with two minutes to go in the first half. You lose that football game. That is as Chargers can be. Can't get behind them. Just can't do it. I've been doing this for years. Can't get behind them. I would love to. I really would. Yeah, it'd be a fun story. I think they're fun to watch, especially offensively, but I'm sorry. As long as Brandon Staley's there, I'm out. If you wanted to play the Chargers in Sunday night football every week, I'm okay with it because the Chargers are extraordinarily fun to watch. So if you want to give them the Sunday night game or the Monday night game, put them in an island spot every week, you will get a great football game. You just won't get a team that's going to contend for a Super Bowl. Brian is next in Alabama on ESPN Radio. Brian, who do you think, bud? Who's your surprise team? Hey, guys. I mean, I don't know if it's just a team, but I guess a surprise take. I think the AFC South is going to get two teams in the playoffs, and I think it's, you know, the Jaguars are a given. But I think the Titans, um, you know, they've got obviously four games, the Colts and the, uh, and the Texans that are super winnable, but they also have the NFC South uh, on the schedule, and I think those are four winnable games too. And if you look at the other divisions, I mean – the, the AFC North is going to eat each other alive, and, and so is the East. And so I think that Here's the South, problem, and, and I, I appreciate where you're coming from, and I don't hate it. I don't hate it. The problem is that people are looking at, like, well, look at the AFC South. They got the NFC South under schedule. The NFC South is saying the same damn thing about the AFC South. Right. They're both not very good. Right. And the tennis, look, I love Mike Vrabel as a head coach. I think he has done an extraordinary job given what he has to work with. But the quarterback situation isn't solid. They brought DeAndre Hopkins in. They have Derrick Henry coming back. So there's some stuff to like. Defensively, they still have problems in the secondary, which was a big problem last year. So if you don't win the division and Jacksonville claims that, you got to grab a wild card spot. And if you're grabbing a wild card spot, let's say Cincinnati wins the AFC North. You're competing with Pittsburgh, Cleveland, and Baltimore for a wild card spot, in my opinion. Buffalo wins the East. Okay, you're competing with the Jets and the Dolphins for one of those wild card spots. And then possibly the Chargers are in the mix should they actually you know, come through this year. So it, it's going to be supply and demand. There's not a lot of supply, and there's a ton of demand in the AFC. Adam in Denver will say absolutely nothing surprising right now. Adam, what's up, bud? You're on ESPN Radio. Hey, man, just want to say I know it's going to be hard to believe this, and I know you guys heard a lot about it last year when the season was going to start. But I think Russell Wilson comes out this year, totally different guy with a lost weight. Defense is huge, always been huge, and it's time for the offense to finally show up for that defense and Denver goes and takes the AFC West. I say nothing surprising oh because he was from Denver. 
<laughs> I wonder I wonder generally what the consensus opinion is of Broncos fans. Excited for Sean Payton? Absolutely after what happened with Nathaniel Hackett. But the idea of Russ bouncing back this year, he's got to go through a lot of change to make that happen. He was slow and thick last year. He does not move well. And he didn't look like he was moving all that well in the preseason either. Sean Payton is going to run Russell Wilson out of town. Is this the last year for Russell Wilson in Denver? Absolutely. You think? Wow, absolutely. Absolutely. Definitive. All right. No question in my mind that that's going to be the case because- File that takeaway, gentlemen. Especially especially if they get off to a bad start with two home games right out of the gate that are, frankly, wins in any other year with Raiders and Commanders in Denver, you should win those two games. You lose those two games, then you go on the road for two, you start 0-4, it's Tank City, baby. I'll tell you what- there is no way that Sean Payton, especially with his comments uh, that we heard about from Seth Wickersham's uh, piece today on ESPN.com, where he says, enough with kissing all the blanking babies. You know, let's play football. Russ ain't wired to do that. This- Russ is wired to... Be the T, the AI of quarterback. The story of him just having his own office where he had an open door policy for all of his teammates and this whole team that he showed up with. To 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 think everyone, you realize it ended in they traded away. If he's such a franchise quarterback, his previous team, who and then his new team didn't do well at all with him in that first season. So there's plenty there to lead you to believe that we've seen the best. Well, next we'll tell you why today it became a whole lot more likely that the Broncos are going to have a new quarterback Ooh. in the video. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. Countdown to the NFL season rolls on. Feel good to be back, baby. Oh, he steps to the house. Touchdown. Turn it up and down. Turn it up and down. Incredible play. 35-yard touchdown. Time for some football, baby. Only one day until the Lions and Chiefs kick off the 2023 season. The NFL lives here. ESPN Radio. Just briefly, are you saying I look like an egg? Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. He's saying something. Yeah. It was the walrus. I'm, it's the walrus. Oh, yeah. well, either way. Yeah, I am the walrus. <laughs> Apparently, that's what I looked like. A walrus shivering earlier today. By the way, you can go and vote right now on my Instagram as to whether or not I looked like a walrus shivering when I held in a sneeze on the show earlier, as Joe uh, put out there. And <laughs> here's what's great about it. My Instagram, by the way, is that guy, Carlin. Yours is Jay Fortenbaugh, correct? I think so. Sure. I, I actually don't even... I, I should probably know that. All right. Well, anyway. Twitter, I can tell you about Instagram. It's 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 a mess. It's a huge mess. Well, here's here's <laughs> the best part about it is you can put a poll up on Instagram, right? And I put that poll up there. Okay. Do I look like a walrus shivering <laughs> as I do this? And you can go and look afterward as to not just what the results of the vote are, but who voted for what. Okay. So as I look right now, I see. Who voted yes, you looked like a walrus shivering? Amber Wilson. (laughs) (laughs) She's got got good taste. Oh, really? (laughs) What's the percentage? What's the percentage at? 
Uh, right now it is at 84%. Yes, you look like a walrus. My work here is done. <laughs> I will be back next season. Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio. In case you missed it earlier today, exceptionally interesting comments from the father of Caleb Williams in a story on GQ uh, in GQ about Caleb Williams talking about uh, the draft this coming year. The funky thing about the NFL draft process, he says, he'd almost be better off not being drafted than drafted first. The system's backwards. The way the system is constructed, you go to the worst possible situation, the worst possible team, worst organization in the league. He almost. Did he actually say Arizona Cardinals? No, he didn't. Um, he may he as said well have. everything but give yeah. you the GPS coordinates of their team facility. Uh, but here is the interesting part. He's got two shots at the apple. So if there's not a good situation, the truth is he can come back to school. He may as well be talking to the Arizona Cardinals when he actually said that. If you think you're going to get my son with that number one pick, if you are so awful that that's the case, or you're even going to trade into it now that you got two first-round picks, you have something coming to you because he could stay in school and get 3 and $4 million worth of NIL money. Well, if you're his father, you're Caleb Williams, you're any top prospect, when you look at the Arizona Cardinals, what do you see, especially at the quarterback position? You go back a few years ago, they draft Josh Rosen in the first round out of UCLA. Rosen turns out to be a complete disaster. He's gone from the team after one year. He never really catches on anywhere else, washes out of the NFL. So Arizona goes ahead and they correct that mistake. The following year, they once again end up with the number one overall pick, and they draft Kyler Murray, the Heisman Trophy winner out of Oklahoma. Remember last offseason, all the conversation about the video game clause, or we call it the video game clause, but the Kyler Murray contract had that clause in it that required him to study X amount of hours per week because the implication was that he wasn't studying, that he wasn't taking the iPad home and doing the actual work that they attract him. It blows up in their faces. Murray says he does study. The team basically takes the the, the clause out of the contract because it upset him so much, and then they go on to have yet another disastrous season. If you're sitting there and you're the father of Caleb Williams, you're looking at this organization and the way they've handled quarterbacks over the last decade, and you're thinking – why would I want to be a part of what they're doing? They're notoriously cheap. They're notoriously unsuccessful. And they've done a really poor job developing quarterbacks over the last decade. Pass. If I'm the Cardinals and I have 11 picks this coming year, two first rounders, a second rounder, and three third rounders. Ooh, five in the top 100. Very yes. nice. So if you don't want to pick a guy that doesn't want to be there, I'm starting to look at Drake May, and I got a chance to revamp everything I'm doing this coming year. Everything I'm doing. If I'm the Cardinals, all right, so he's not going to be our guy. We can't convince him. I'll try to convince him. If I can't, he's not going to be our guy. Okay. It is really interesting that Caleb Williams, through his father, is not ruling out coming back. Ryobi is awesome. Let me tell you why. This Saturday, you can make cleanup easy with Ryobi. 18-volt, one-plus cordless leaf blower from the Home Depot. It is outstanding. There's nothing better than a good leaf blower. Let me tell you something. Mm, Clean up the yard, it is not something I'm interested in doing. You deal with a lot of that? My wife does. (laughs) 
I know it's unfortunately. It's unfortunate, (laughs) but it's true. It is Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Say when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com. It gives her a lot of joy to work outside. So who am I to take away the joy? Who are you? Who are you indeed? That gives me a lot of joy to sit on the couch. Thanks for listening to the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Carlin vs. Joe weekdays from noon to 3 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app. The Carlin vs. Joe podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.